When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's about to get real with the MTV original reality TV star OG, John and Beth, as they chat with great guests to discuss reality TV, music, pop culture, and real world life. Pick up your phone and go to wherever you get your podcasts. Search for Getting Real with John and Beth. Turn it up. Getting Real starts now. So, Beth, guess who came to see me in Nashville the other day? I don't know. You're always running into great people in Nashville. I got to come check out Nashville. You do. Come come visit. I mean, people get on I-65 or I-40 and they, they go places and Nashville is right on the way. So they call me up and text me. And Norm, our dear friend from Real World One, one of the very first reality stars of all time. I mean, we're early on. You and I are probably reality stars eight and nine, but there were seven that did it before us. And Norm is one of the very first seven realities. Probably he could say he's, you know, the true OG pioneer, Norman Corpy. To have him back on Getting Real with John and Beth is special because, we, you know, we haven't had a returning guest yet. This is our first returning guest. And so Norman stopped in Nashville. We went and we had lunch and he was telling me about his new project, which we're going to talk all about, but let's welcome back to getting real with John and Beth Norman from real world one in New York. Norm, welcome back. I'm back. I'm like gum on the bottom of a shoe. I'm so sticky. <laughs> Good Lord. Hi everybody. Hi Beth. Hi John. Hi, Norm. Norm. I now it's Norm from New Mexico. Cause I'm driving across the country to Palm Springs you're and in your car yes, a lot. I'm in my car a lot. You're always on an adventure. I love it. I love an adventure and I love having a car with like a hundred thousand miles on it because that means I can just go and I don't have to worry about problems. You know, you need to have a lot of warranty on your car when you're wandering around like and myself. I, I feel like you document your journeys well on your Instagram and you're always telling everybody where you are. Sometimes you're setting up a tent on top of your vehicle to sleep. Oh, are the you sky really? tent? You know, I Oh yeah, I got the sky tent out. It's awesome. It just, you know, you can unzip it in like one minute, fold it over, and you have a full tent. And the great thing about that thing is got like a foam mattress inside. I think the mattress is better than the mattress that I sleep on. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's amazing. And then the good thing is is that you're not on the ground where there's like snakes and ants, oh fire God. ants. But they I went, could, I they went, could slither up. They could still slither up, Norman. Have you I, had I, I this experience? Couldn't I couldn't do it. <laughs> have you I, had this experience? Norman I, couldn't do it. Bless you. I couldn't do it. Highly recommend the sky tent. I even set it up once in the East village. Cause just out of, you know, out of kicks and like, people are like, Oh my God, there's someone like camping. It's, it's like, 
it is penthouse camping for like you know wanderers like myself <laughs> the vagabonds the tumbleweeds like me hey, are you sleeping in it tonight down. like the temperature's sleep- a little cold and mm. it does suck up a little gas mileage on the car and you know i had places to go places to stay so the tent is in storage at the moment but boy when it gets oh. out in the summer whoop, you know when we went to uh rachel's daughter's wedding was the tent on there john uh, i don't when rachel, I, when we, rachel from san francisco that's who they're talking yeah, about rachel compost from wedding. san francisco we went to her daughter's her daughter's wedding in yeah. new jersey i'm trying to think if the tent was on there i no, think I it was think he- uh, you know what you was. did because you almost you almost un- unraveled it and showed me how it's set up and I was it was too much because we were in a hurry but you said it goes up pretty quickly how quickly it goes up it goes up clocked it I've done it on Instagram I've shown the people I think I've made more sales for this like sky tent thing than anybody because people are like what I can't believe it. it's like magic and I have seen them driving around the country now but you can sleep like three people in it. And it's great because it's protected from uh, all the mosquitoes and the critters and stuff. And, and it's great. I like to set it up in the summer and just watch the stars oh, shooting cool. from above. You know what? You got you. You know you've got to put the 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 link on your Instagram as an influencer and start selling those tents along with all of <laughs> along with all of your other passion projects. I'm telling you, it'll help. I know. I would make the best influencer. But you, I don't know how you are, mm, but you don't, mm. you're, you already are. You are an influencer. I, I influence a lot of people to be gay, didn't I? <laughs> Their parents <laughs> hate me. <laughs> the thing that I love about Norman the most is that he's driven by his passion. I just love how his passions are taking him on the road right now. Norm's on his adventure. Can you tell us where's your destination, Norman? Where are you going? Where are you going? On my way to Palm Springs, as everyone in Palm Springs know, one of the most important weekends is mid-century modernism weekend. And it's just a celebration of all things design, architecture, art. And Palm Springs is just known for a lot of architecture that was made in the 19, like in the 1950s and 60s and, and celebrated a lot of great designers. It kind of fell under disrepair and then it fell back into favor a lot of the design shows and a lot of the magazines like they host these crazy parties and they have like double decker buses and like designers from interior designers everybody from all over the world come and they get tours of all these mid-century modern these wexler homes and these neutra homes and all these alexander homes and people they're like crazy they're like rock stars for designers and they can't get into restaurants and they just pile all over the place so i do a residence artist um, place at Pipa's there in Palm Springs. And it's right downtown across from Starbucks and H&M and all those. It's a block from the museum. So they've been showing my prints and the prints have evolved into the book. And now, guess what? I've, I pushed, pushed it out there into the public. The people, they've asked Norm, we want something that we can afford. We want something affordable. We want some book. So there it is. Norm's coming out with his book, Technicolor Reflections. And so I'm bringing it out of the world and I'm also putting it out there with the Kickstarter. What? Ask me lots of questions. I'll tell you everything. <laughs> tell, us about, tell us about Kickstarter. <laughs> I'll tell you everything. Everyone's like, what is it? It's too complicated. It scares me. It's gone. Well, Kickstarter is something to help out. Like the thing is that obviously I'm in a position right now that I'm uh the work is kind of self-produced and it costs a lot of money to self-produce a book, unfortunately. So when I make you know 10 books it like takes forever to sell them and then i never and then when they're gone it's like a whole big cycle so what i wanted to do is do a kickstarter and build up enough inventory on these books so then this year i can go throughout the country sell the books do book tours and and then 
bring this book out to the world. A lot of people are like, oh, I want it, I want it. But, you know, so now this will be an easy way that, you know, if they can back me through Kickstarter, which is the best way, because they could do like a credit card and they could do a lot of different financial stuff that I can't quite do yet on my website. I only can do like a Venmo or a PayPal or an email. But eventually, you know, people will be able to go to my website and say, hey, do you have a book? And then I can get it to them. But it's all being helped through this Kickstarter. And I was, and what happens with Kickstarter is you show everybody your crazy video, which I did. So you guys have got to take a look at my homemade crazy norm. I explained the whole project from top to bottom. And you can jump in anytime, say, Norm, tell me everything about it. I will. I will. <laughs> now, you've spent a lot of time making this Kickstarter page because I've clicked on it. There's a lot of you on there. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of information. There's a lot of your art on there. And what people don't understand is because when you stopped here in Nashville, you actually brought me one of your 10 or 12 copies of the book and which enjoyed looking at it. But then I promptly returned it to you because as a musician, you know, my first CD that I made, I've got like 10 of, and I don't want to part with any of those. So it was nice of you to bring me one, but I gave it back to you. And I went then to Kickstarter and personally purchased pre-purchased my book. And uh, Uh, I got the hardback cover because I don't like any creases or anything, but you can get the paperback. You can get the hardback. There's lots of different cover options, but what that does is it's a pledge that says, I'm going to get this book, but if we don't get the pledges and the funding, then there, there really won't be the book to buy later. So if you have the intention of supporting Norman and buying the book, it's now because later is not helpful. And let me tell you about this book. If you've ever done anything printed any materials you know that printing is very expensive well this book is is all colors (laughs) it's actually all about colors and every single page has full print color so it's 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 expensive printing but anybody who's ever watched norman on reality tv or watched any reality show norman is pretty responsible for starting that whole genre then or been entertained or or just love love new projects, which I'm really impressed. I want to say this because I don't know if you'll forget to say it. Kickstarter loves your book so much that they've chosen it as a project they like. They've even put the badge on there that says project we like, and that's a great endorsement. And so go ahead. Tell us about that. So I've been traveling across the country. I launched the book just a few days ago. So I've got about another 24 days that's live to raise as much funds that will help support this project and me through this whole year bringing this book out and i've done a couple kickstarters with some of the other things that i had like my a stand my arrow tray i never received any kind of recognition and kickstarter has if you've ever been to it there's hundreds to thousands of live projects where people have their dreams and they're trying to put them together and they're looking for you know support saying you know i want to support that person i want to be one of those people that's going to get behind that person to make this a bigger reality you know and for kickstarter to like go like hey we've looked at your project we see what it's about and we get it and we think that this is something creative and the wider world should see it you know not just 28 people you know more people and you know so that is what i am hopeful i'm hopeful to get an audience that can appreciate you know this part particular journey and open this door and then hopefully this is going to inspire people i know people like oh it's a book i don't want to read but you know it's very (laughs) simplistic poetry you you know there's a lot of humor in it but there's also a lot of like sadness that goes on there but there is a lot of and there's definitely a lot of color so if you're someone just if we open the book to any random page in the middle or beginning or end what would we see on any given page of your book 
So what you're going to see is a very simplistic pattern of three different colors or three different shades of one color. And then each of those colors are going to have a bit of a title that you're going to find. Let's just say looks very much similar to one of those paint chips. You know, when you go to a, a hardware store and you're trying to figure out how to paint your living room or your dining room or something like that. And a lot of those things all with very unusual names because a lot of the companies there's you know i don't know about 12 different companies and they're trying to promote their green so they have to come up with the most complex green colors like green pea soup you know midnight <laughs> and you're like oh that's the color one well that was part of my inspiration on building this is like you know i love poetry i love color and i'm an artist how can i put the two of these two together and so i've been able to isolate little poems and little stories and then put them out in these colors. So you're going to get this color, this book. But as you start looking through the book, there's going to be some other indicators. There's like numbers that I have and the numbers represent certain times of the year. So there might be 202 and that happens to be February 2nd. And on there, you know, I make light of Groundhog because it's Groundhog's Day. So there are these little Easter eggs that I like to promote or put in there. There might be something about like National Dog Day or National Pool Day, or I might like to play with the number 7-Eleven, which falls in July. So it's like the seventh month, 11, but it also is like 7-Eleven. So then I've built ideas about the Slurpee because, you know, we love (laughs) Slurpees. I like to connect everything, you know, in pop culture because, you know, we come from pop culture and it's something colorful and it's something that connects not only to us, but to a wider audience, you know, a wider group of people that can kind of jump in on this. That's right. And now I know you love all the pages. They're they're very colorful, just like you, Norman. We're going to take a quick break right now. But when we back, I want to ask you, what is your favorite page in your book and why? Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner. And Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. 
we're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. And we're back with Norman Corpy, the OG from the real world New York. And he's got this great book out and we're talking about it. Yes. Reflections. Let's go. Get on your well, Kickstarter. Well, this whole series, uh, A, it's Series 26, and it's a work in progress. And I've obviously selected certain special days, and one of the days in the book happens to be your birthday, which is happening when, Miss <laughs> Beth? Tomorrow, Valentine's it, it's tomorrow, Day. It's tomorrow, Valentine's Day. Yeah. So your birthday is on Valentine's Day? Yeah. Every year? What? Yep, I'm gonna be 55. Can you believe it? Oh my god! Oh my god. You're not supposed to tell. You're not supposed to ask ladies how old they are. Beth, how much do you weigh? Well, it's out there. Okay, <laughs> it's out there. So, yeah. I'm okay, so on I Beth's birthday, five birthday party. What What does so, Valentine's Day page look like in Tec- Techno Color Reflection Series 26? Now, in this book, because we have so many days in the year, and I'm still working on all the days. Uh, I've only selected like the highlighted days that obviously stand out and Valentine's day happens to be one of them. And as I'm flipping through the book to find it, share your favorite Valentine stories. As I look for the work of art. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. So Norman, I'm going to, I'm going to make my pledge right now and I'm going to start. So everybody, if, if you're interested in doing this and you're like, Oh, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to Norman's Instagram page and he's got a link Kickstarter. So I'm pressing, pressing on the Kickstarter. And his bio is the, is the bio. exact link you need yeah. to go to. Goes right there. And I'm, I'm buying one right now. Back this project. That's so yes, easy. That I'm going to press project. here. So you're not only pledging, you can just pledge money to back the project, but you can pre-purchase your book, which actually is helpful. You'll get the book and you're supporting the project, right, Norm? Exactly. And Corpus, you know, they there's certain value to Corpies, you know, there's, you know, they're collectible and it's so exciting when you say, Oh, look at my unique piece of work right here. And someone comes over like, Oh, wow, that is really cool. And then you say, Oh, remember that guy from the real world? It's Norman. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, what? Oh my gosh. It's, it's a, well, I'll it's tell you why this is special. Icebreaker. Um, I don't love a lot of books with a lot of words. Okay. I don't sit down and, and cuddle up and read a lot of words. All right. Like, I like books with pictures and this book is all pictures and it's all colors. And actually it's, it's really, I mean, when we say a book, we're thinking a story, we're thinking a novel, we're thinking, you know, some investigative report. This is art. Actually, you're an artist and this book is, is art and it's, it's got colors, it's got poems, it's, it's a page for every day. I mean, and if anybody's a fan of reality TV or a fan of the real world, or just a Norman Corby fan, this, this is like, you got to have this. I mean, even if it's not something you open every day, this is this is a this is a piece of of reality TV history because of who you are, really. 
Oh, yay. My God. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing about the book is that there are lots of works in here. And I'm sitting here. I wish I would have bookmarked the the Valentine's one. Well, they're in order, right? You can just go to February. No, they're not in order. They're They're not in order. How artsy of you. I've, I know. Well, I treat them like little bodies of work of art, you know, so they're just so you have to kind of stumble in. And it's about like that investigation, you know, when you read into something and you read into something. And then all of a sudden, for instance, right now, all of a sudden this one flipped and it, it is very momentous. And it's uh, 521 and it's kind of a golden color. And it says 21st century reality. Soho seven. Is this story true? Mm-hmm. John Brennan, what's the true story? True story. <laughs> true story. So 521 is the air date of the real world on May 21st. So I set this in motion. Of your season. Of, yes, of my The very season. first real world very... ever to air was on May 21st. Right, wow. right. And so, you know, I put out there 21st century reality, Soho 7, because we lived in Soho. And then I kind of rephrase the true story moment line that because i think i say that when i come out and say this is the true story and then of seven strafers so i so i turned it around said is this story true and (laughs) and these are all colors they're going to be able to get in paint at some point too that's how life has changed in the last 32 (laughs) years this is the true story too is this a true story (laughs) (laughs) and yes so one of the things that offering on this Kickstarter, which is going to be kind of fun, is there's going to be a Zoom book club. So for people who want to be a part of this and want to help say, I want to get a Corpy, they can also come in and sometime in May, we're going to have a Norm book club led by Norm Zoom. And then I'm going to be sending you all cookies that I'm handmaking from the bakery. So you get cookies in the shapes of my artwork. And then we're going to have wow. cookies. And then I'm going to sit here and read through the book on the poems. And I'll be able to break down some of the stories. From your stories. bakery in Michigan. Yes. From the bakery in Michigan. All right, Norm. So, you know, we watched the real world homecoming, the first homecoming. Um, after 30 years, you all moved back into the same exact loft that I did a little research. You know who, who owns that loft? I do. Do you know who owns that loft? It's Winston Churchill's granddaughter. Yes. Owns the real world loft in New York. Nita, Nita, something, a a Dinah or something. Does she still own it? I know that she was trying to sell it. She is Winston Churchill's granddaughter. That's just funny trivia to me. But y'all moved back into that house and you were making the bunnies and you were selling the bunnies on the homecoming and your your roommates had rallied around you to to try to help this, this effort of you know, your art and you've been an artist. When did all this art stuff like start in your life? When did you first become an artist and what was your interest? Why did this happen? Well, when I, yeah, when I became one of the islands of the misfit toys, when I was young, like, you know, the only way people would play with me basically, or a dog is if you tied like T-bone steak around my neck and they're, like, you know, so it's, I know I was just always like one of those kids, like, when be my friend and True story. we're going to go do all this stuff and blah, blah. I'm like, oh my God, who's this kid? He's out of control. I ended up becoming somewhat kind of outrovert but an introvert i started painting murals around this small town called williamston michigan outside of east lansing and before i knew it i had painted like 20 murals of artwork all over town and i got noticed by a a creative high school called interlock and arts academy outside of traverse city and it's a boarding school where you know people mostly go study like music and dance and all these things and the art department's a little small, but 
they do have an art department and they were like, you need to come to school here. So in high school, I went to this wild boarding school. It was like fame, but in the woods, you mm. know, surrounded by lakes. And so cool. uh, yeah, it was like the best experience in the world for anyone that was kind of creative or academic or just kind of like a misfit, misfit in general. And gave me all this kind of confidence that I could go to New York one day. Like that was never a thought in my head, this Michigan person. I was like, oh my gosh, I could go to New York too and be an artist. And and I've just been on that path ever since, you know? And I was just talking with some people here in Albuquerque that have some galleries. And, you know, in the early days I had worked under Andy Warhol, which people don't know, but I was new and I was 17 and I ended up working for this director named Don Monroe and he ran 15 minutes of fame, which was a cable access show where Andy was interviewing different characters. And then it was a television show that was going out on cable access. So I was like the cute lackey boy that was like sent around, like go to go get this, go get the coffee, go bring all the cables up like 15 flights of stairs, bring all this stuff back down to the van. You know, so I was like in, in the background, but what I got to see was like, you know, I was around Keith Haring. I was around like Basquiat. I was around all like the big artists that, you know, in the eighties in New York. And it was such an amazing, special time. And, and since then I've maintained a lot of good relationships with people that are left in the factory. Not very many, like Christopher Makos, who's a really great photographer and just, oh, just an incredible time, time period. And, and yeah, I just. And somehow I just keep reinventing myself with these series. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. And then all of a sudden I go from a rabbit to like all these color things. And then all of a sudden something else. <laughs> okay, Norman, I made my pledge. I made my pledge. So now you are, you are steps closer to your goal. And I encourage everybody out there to grab your phones or get on yes. stop and support Norm's project. It's so now, now, did you get a book? How, did you just make a pledge, financial pledge? No, I got the pledge? hard cover. I got you the got hard the hardcover. That's what I got. And But yeah, the soft cover. Yeah, I want the hardcover. It yes. doesn't get all boogered up. I mean, this is a beautiful book. And so you need 600. I'm hoping. You know, that's what really going to like. 600 supporters? What are we calling these? Yeah. You know, people Partners. are you know, I really just want to, you know, be able to, you know, get this book out beyond just like, oh, that was a footnote, you know, in history, you know, really once like the numbers of people that say, you know what, this is a really creative book. We've never seen like poems put to colors. We've never seen this conceptualism on this level, you know, and once those people appreciate it, draws attention to publishers, you know, it's not like I've got to do this song and bear dance and this and this and that, you know. The publishers so come in and say, hey, wow, this is something really special. This is beyond Norm being on the real world. This is beyond all of that. This is really is contributing to something in art history and art culture. You know, you've really you've really moved the needle forward. It's important. It's like an important piece of work. And I've really spent a good amount of time. I have. And it's like, I don't know, maybe if there's a publishers out there or an agent out there, call us, get a hold of mm -hmm. Beth, tell, get a hold of somebody, get a hold of us because they're just, it's crickets. And, you know, I'm dyslexic and it's so for me to even come up with a book is crazy. And I don't really see this also as a book. I see it as a work of art. It's an art book. You know, it's a work of art and there's lots of interesting art books on the, the market. Like I have a Ed Ruscha. He's a very, you know, uh, mid-century pop icon artist. And I have one of his rare books. And that little book, it's like 20 pages of a typewriter being smashed apart all over the desert. 
and it's like worth fifteen hundred dollars for this <laughs> like crazy little book, you know. So you know, big name artists that come out with these clever, interesting books that don't really fit, you know, as a you know a novel or something like that. You know, they're pretty. They're worth a lot of money. I hope they, this one they sure cool. are. I mean, I I love I love uh, I love collecting books. I've got a lot of uh, music based books, but I love them. They're beautiful. Um, and they're, they're, they're a part of pop culture. So I would think that a publisher would be like, wow, Norman and this crazy art, we got a, it's like a great combo to put together for a uh, beautiful coffee table book. So yeah, Norman, we got to get this going. <laughs> we have to, well, I appreciate you guys. And I appreciate when I, when I got a chance to run into John and I was showing my progress and he was, it was so I just very thankful to say norm pull over on the side of the highway we need to get you back on and we need to get you on while this project is live you know very much help and and currently right now it's it's been very helpful you have like exceeded a goal to just do a low printing but it's really hard once you sell out 20 books you know by making you're just then you're you're down to like not having a lot of books on hand so you know a lot more supporters really going to help the cause yeah i mean the thing is that that i think people uh, have watched you on tv i mean you're such a you're such a huge part of the development of this huge genre reality television and i think people are like oh yeah i want to get norm's book but mm-hmm. what they need to realize is that we need we need the support is needed right now so that we mm-hmm. can go to another level of print and so i'm looking at your page right now if you go to on Instagram at Norman Corpy, K-O-R-P-I at Norman Corpy. You go to the, his bio and you click on the Kickstarter link that's in the bio. You can see pages of the book. It's like, I mean, you've done a lot of work on this Kickstarter page and you can see so much of it. And so Beth has just gone and she has purchased her book, pre-purchased her book. I've done mine. We got the hardback and it says that right now you have 30 backers and you have 20 20- to go yes. so 30 backers and 23 days to go you need 600 backers in the next 23 days i know it's well, like I a little ant but like we can i mean yeah, i know we can i, I know who listens the, to our podcast real world everybody. fans yeah everybody. everybody but mostly reality tv fans that remember the og days and would say i want norman's book yeah well don't wait till it comes out get it now because this is how it comes out so you know go ahead and pre-purchase it and be one of those 600 and then post it on your social. So all your friends can say, I want one of those. I want to support Norm, but we got 25 day, 23 days to reach 600. Days. So mm-hmm. we got our work cut out for us. I think it's yeah. also a great feeling. I mean, even if you're not crazy about books, guys, I mean, just supporting, supporting somebody's dreams, it feels good to help somebody. So uh, yes. let's, let's see what we can do. Hopefully we'll get some other people to sign up. And, but Norman, I want to ask you a question about the real world, the real world, New York. Give it to us. I want to know, and I know people probably want to know this as well. I want to hear about like the craziest moment you ever had on the real world, New York. Tell me something. Okay. Give me a good story. I want some dirt. You know, and, and the one thing of like being on a reality show, especially ours is that we, we get put into some crazy positions and insanity like literally crazy and this might be have to be a two-part story so this might be like i'm going to lead you into this story and it's going to 
going to be a cliffhanger because if you join my book club, maybe I'll tell you the end. Oh. Because this is one of the, this is, we all have those classic, what are your big stories in life? And this is like one of them that was nuts. And it's my kidnapping story. Did you ever hear about Extreme. Norm being kidnapped? No, we got to hear it. The whole story. Don't cliffhang us. We got to no, know the I'm whole story. You, you're going to need to join the book club of Norm being kidnapped. Oh my. All right. Tell us. Tell us all. Go. Okay. We got to wind this back. You know, we have to. In our imaginations, we have to think about we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have internet. We didn't have AOL. We didn't have these things. But what we did have was MTV, and it reached into our homes in a way that all of these new mediums do. But back in the day, only MTV reached into our world, along with like probably 16 other channels. Now, it was probably the first year... And the world really hadn't gotten really used to seeing a gay person. They were still, their mouths were dropped. You know, you know, I didn't invent gay, but I certainly moved it along. But it was definitely shocking, you could say. So there were all the opportunities kind of went to my other cast members. You know, MTV came back to them and signed them all up. You know, immediately Eric was shuttled into the grind. There, there was place for everybody, you know, but there wasn't a lot of places for the gay person and there wasn't really going to be places for the gay person probably until just in the last five years, I swear, you know, there's been a lot of advancement, but you know, I wanted to keep my head up high, represent, be positive and um, the producers at hand, you know, cause I could see everybody else getting these little deals and stuff. And, but, and my parents, everybody was like, I told you not to come out. gay. I told you. So I have to set the story up a little bit, but you you know, I wanted to be in a position to show that I was going to be successful too, you know? <laughs> well, okay, we're in the position of taking a break. We'll be right back. Okay. We're back with Norman. We're in the process of, of this great kidnapping story. Go on. Norman. So, so here it is. And I get a phone call saying, Hey, Norm, we want to interview you. And a lot of people want to interview me at the time. I mean, it was like Rolling Stones, everybody. It was such a new format that we had created all summer long, people wanted to know something about the real world. They mostly wanted to know, was it really real or were we actors? You know, like everything was like, what is this show? And and a lot of people hadn't even seen the full show. It was just like MTV cool. So they didn't even know I was the gay character. That even had happened. So a lot of opportunities would come to me also. And then I would show up like a commercial, like a root beer commercial. I won't say their name battery commercial i won't say their name or a car commercial i will say their name because we i did do it and then once i do those things they cancel them because of the gay thing it just was like in 1992 and 93 was not going to happen stop it (laughs) yes so i would be removed i would get kicked off of the set like basically all these people would be whispering in a corner and then they would come say oh you know we've had a creative change and difference we're sorry after landing these gigs it was insane so I was kind of feeling a little bit low, but trying to keep myself up, head up high. This made me very vulnerable to a kidnapping. (laughs) And everybody was getting stuff. You know, everyone was being assigned things to do stuff. And so I get this call. And I thought it was like just an interview with a radio station. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We want to hire you to come and be like a DJ here in Cincinnati. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I want to leave New York. You know, I'm just starting this gay entertainment television because no one will give me an opportunity. So I'm starting gay entertainment television. I just put all this like money and energy into three different programs on cable access. <laughs> like, and I said, I, I don't think that's it's for me. You know, I'm going to be behind the camera. I'm going to 
be a producer. I'm going to just be behind the camera. I don't in front of the camera. It seems it's not working with the public. And so I'm just not spinning my wheels. And they're just like, um, no, every time I would come up with an excuse not to do this, they would throw things like, well, we want to start you out with $80,000. And I'm like, whoa, you know, all of a sudden I'd never seen that kind of money. I still have never seen that kind of money. Hmm. <laughs> and I'm like 57. So here I am going, what? And, and they said, oh gosh, I just don't know if I can still move out of New York to go to Cincinnati. And they would come up with another excuse like, oh, well, it's Global Music Satellite Network Radio, and we can just literally beam everything to you, and you don't even have to leave. You can just stay there. So the big thing is, is that we need to see you here in Cincinnati, and and then we can kind of go over stuff. So I said, well, you know what? Uh, let me give it a shot. Well, of course, what do I do when I hang up the phone? I brag like an idiot. Oh, you know, Mary Ellis. John, somebody loves me. They're going to, you know, oh, yes, things are happening for Norm. Oh, yeah, you're a radio show, radio show. You know, I'm like, everyone I could talk to, my parents, I'm like, oh, did you hear? Oh, did I tell you it was $80,000? I'm like, literally just building it all up because I've now, because I've been like, you know, rejected from everything, you know? So now all of a sudden I'm like, oh, someone's really going for it, you know? And so I buy a suit, (laughs) I clear my schedule. And they send me a ticket to come to this global music satellite thing in Cincinnati. Well, there's not an internet. So it's not like you can Google to even see if they're real. (laughs) And you just kind of rely. And there was like these voicemail services back in the day when you just set up voicemails and it goes to a number. And then some other person takes your call says, oh, hi, it's global music satellite network. Some lady. Oh, so-and-so and so-and-so aren't in. I'm going to forward you this and this and that. So it all seemed legitimate on the phone, you know, and being like a 24-year-old kid at the time, I was like, okay, so I blindly flew out to Cincinnati with suit in hand in October and landed in the airport in Cincinnati is in Kentucky. And where do you want right. to go when you go get kidnapped? Like deliverance, you go to Kentucky. It almost would be on their license plates. Excuse <laughs> you don't me. have to be kidnapped. Whoa. You don't need Whoa. to be kidnapped to come to Kentucky. That's what I'm about to say. Time out uh, on the Big Blue Nation. Time out. Time you out. don't need to be kidnapped to come to Kentucky. That's what the license plate should say. <laughs> so I land in the airport, Cincinnati Airport in Kentucky, and and you know how it was. First got off the show, it was like pandemonium. People screaming and running. Like as soon as you left New York and you showed up in some small town, and this is before we did any of those college lecture stuff. People lost their minds. Like you know, it was just like. They ran and they dropped stuff or you pass an orange Julius store and they down would go a cup of orange Julius all over the ground. And kids would just run and scream in all directions. And so there was this little devilish looking little character and he couldn't quite look me in the eye and people don't know I'm six, four. So I don't think he was expecting me to be as big as I am. So, cause I came up to him and he was like, we had to like, look, you know, he was probably, I don't know, five, one or something. And, so I figured I had to put on a show and let everyone just kind of run around and scream in the airport terminal so I could secure this $80,000 and only work like, you know, two days a week <laughs> on a radio show. So we start going out of the airport and he's like kind of talking. I'm exhausted. I'm like, do you have a car and do you have the hotel room and do you have all this stuff set up? He's like, oh, yes, yes. Don't worry. We have it all set up. And we leave the airport and he walks across the street and there's a a fence, a metal fence. And all of a sudden he crawls under the fence 
and what? I've got a suit. I have a suit bag in my hand, and I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Oh God, the parking is such a ripoff here. I really just I can't bear spending money on parking." I'm like you're supposed to be the president of a radio network. <laughs> okay, yeah. this is all these things are happening, okay, I'm and I'm not red seeing flag. the red signs. Flag, I don't see anything. I take my suit bag and crawl under the fence, bath on my <gasps> belly in the dirt. No, you into the park. Yes, I did. I oh, oh it gets on. worse it gets worse so all of a sudden here we are like some hotel that's adjacent to the airport there marriott i don't remember so he's going on about his story i all i can think of in my head is like eighty thousand dollars i've got to like got to make it some point in my life i've got to like you know something good has got to happen in my life you know like this book that i'm working on damn it so something's got to work out so i'm just like not even paying attention to the signs and all of a sudden, we come to this, like, lime green, it's, like, faded green Delta 88. I don't know if you remember those cars, like, this Oldsmobile car. It's like a, I don't know, it's like a poor man's poor Cadillac, you know? Dirt poor man's Cadillac. And so, he opens up the trunk, and he's just like, I'm so sorry, I have a Range Rover. And another excuse comes out of his mouth, and it's in the shop. So, I needed to, like, whatever, use the second car. And he's just like, so I get in, and it's got that, like... The fabric has been detached from the ceiling of the car roof, and it's like on my head and my hair, but I can't see any of these details. All I can see is $80,000 in this. So I'm like, okay, um, well, do you have the hotel and have all this kind of stuff? And this was a weekend that I flew in there, and he's just like, well, plans have slightly changed. Everybody from the radio station is going down to the gorge, and we're all going to meet. It's going to be a campfire. And then it's a good way to just kind of break the ice and get to know everybody's personalities. So it's not just like, you know, around a boardroom and all this kind of stuff like that. And we can really kind of get to know each other and really be part of the family and all that other contracty boardroom kinds of stuff. We'll have that set up on Monday. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, it's October. I don't, I don't bring anything to go camping. What are you talking about? You know, I'm like thinking, but I'm just thinking, oh, it's $80,000. So before you know it, I'm in this car. And we are going not towards Ohio. We are going into the wilds of Kentucky somewhere. We're driving away wonderful. from people. We're driving away from everybody. We're off. We're going. I knew that there was a big, um, the Kansas is the blue team. There was a lot of people on the highway going to Lexington, and there was lots of people in blue. Okay. Like, you that's know, not Kansas. That's the University of Kentucky, the big blue Kentucky. nation. Yeah. Yes, Kentucky. Thank you for, yes. Holy so we're, all, we're going off towards like Lexington area. Mm-hmm. and. And so we're just driving along and driving along. And all of a sudden, everything that starts coming out of his mouth is like, you know, it's like he's never seen a gay person. Like, I'm the first person that was broadcast in 1992. So in his mind, there's nobody gay in this part of the world. And so this was an entire elaborate ruse to bring me to Kentucky to, like, divergentize him, I guess, or something. So I'm listening to him in the car. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm being kidnapped. This is nuts. What I don't this, do? per, this person was talking about like those those retreats that trying to get the gay out of you, you know, we how his parents sent him off to this thing and and we were what I did is I befriended him. So I'm like realizing I'm being kidnapped, I gotta be friends with my kidnapper and get on the same page, you know, and just have some sympathy because I'm like, is he gonna drug me? Does he have a gun? What's going on? You know, I don't know where I'm at. There's no word cell phone didn't exist because there wasn't a cell phone to even come out of my mouth because that didn't exist 
So I'm just like, holy crap, you know, those pay phones basically out there in the world and like little AT&T cards you put in to work the pay phones when I didn't have on my hand. So we're driving and driving and driving and all of a sudden we get off on some exit and I'm like, oh my, this whole story just devolved into this, you know, terrible. And I felt bad. I mean, literally the parents didn't know what to do with him and they sent him off to some gay shock therapy thing out there in the middle of nowhere. So, I, you know, so I was sympathetic to his thing i'm like oh my god he's never seen the, like a gay person like he and and then he tells me he's like 18 I'm like oh my god it's getting worse it's getting how did so you get pull, out of this situation how did this well we pull you? off and it's like forest woods hills nowhere and i'm like trying to figure this all out and he pulls over and he's and he's like trying to like he's like i need to look look at the map i need to figure this out i'm just totally turned around i don't know where everybody's at and you know he pulls like map up on it so then i kind of like take care of the situation at that point realize okay he doesn't have a gun he's there he's kind of told his whole like whatever story and i'm like so this is all just bullshit so i'm just going to call this all out and he just like looks at me and doesn't know what to do and his eyes are you know as big as an owl's eyes and and i'm like oh no 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 i said this was gonna happen you're giving the keys to your car i'm gonna rearrange a flight to go back to new york this suit that I just paid for and all this kind of stuff. We're not really going to tell a, a story. We're not going to tell anybody about this story, you know, but you're going to pay me back for the, you know, the flight reimbursement. I'm going to drive your car to a, like a motel or a hotel here off the highway. I'm going to get a room. I'm going to get you a different room. I'm keeping the keys to your car. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, okay, he was agreeable. He was this. bawling and crying. And he just thought like, oh my gosh, he's going to see me. And I'm just going to divergentize him. And he's going to have his gay experience and all this stuff. And <laughs> Wow. So I was horrified. I couldn't tell anybody because now I like broadcast to Buna Murray and everybody else like, oh, Norm, people are going to do something with Norm. And, oh, I'm going to get this radio. T-. It was all a big lie. It was all mm. a big kidnapping. There was wow. nothing there. Wow. It was an empty bag of nothing except for this wonderful story that I had Holy to share cow. that I made out that I that I made out of their lives. Well, you know. Technocolor Reflections is available. <laughs> On Kickstarter. Now, this is how you get to it. You go to Norman Corpy's Instagram page, at Norman Corpy, K-O-R-P-I. You click on the link that's in his bio. It takes you to his beautiful Kickstarter page. You can see exactly the project that we are promoting for Norm. It's awesome. I mean, actually, Kickstarter has, has put their badge of approval on there as a project we like. That means Kickstarter thinks this is awesome and they want to see it successful. And we want to see it successful it's a great collection of art, Norm. You're, you're, you're great and you deserve success and we want to be part of it. And this is how you can be part of it. You're listening to this podcast. You're probably a reality TV fan. If you like reality TV, it's largely because of Norm. And he was one of the first seven reality stars ever on the planet, period. And he has a book called Techno Color Reflection Series 26. And quite frankly, Beth, while we have been doing this podcast, has gone to Kickstarter and pre-purchased hers, which supports the project. I did mine a few days ago when Norman stopped in Nashville and we had lunch together. We have 23 days to get 600 supporters of this project. And we have thousands of people that listen to our podcast. And so be part of this. This is great. We're going to be supporting this on social media. We're going to be beating the drum because when you're Norman and, you know, I know this because, you know, I have projects. It's hard to promote yourself. It's hard so, uh, to keep asking people to do this for let's, you. Let's well, make the Norm, deal a little sweeter. John, let's make the deal a little sweeter. 
So if, if, if people can buy two of your, of your books, I will send them a pair of my illusion lashes. Yeah. I will, I will send them an autographed CD. Now CDs are things that people yes. used to put music on back in the day. And it's more of a collector of a, of, you know, it's more of a Frisbee or a, like a coaster now, but we will, we will sweeten the deal for what? You don't have to buy one. You can buy two. Buy okay. two. Exactly. Get some the, free the, lashes. The key is, two. is for the listeners to put it on their social media and, and we can just send this out and just blitz social media and the internet with friends and family members and say, look, we got 23 days to get 600 partners. You're going to want this book anyway, but don't wait until later when it's on the shelf. We need your support now. Do it for Norm. Do it for Getting Real with John and Beth. We'd love to see it happen. Norm, you are the first returning guest to Getting Real with John and Beth. And I'll tell you a little secret. There's a reason why. Your episode your previous episode was heavily listened to. We track all of our numbers and people Get wanted here. They wanted more of Norm. No, it's a true story. Why am I well, Norm needs these people to get on board. Show some yes. support. So we're Hello. glad to have you back. We're going to be beating this drum for you. And Norm, thanks for coming back. We'll have you on a third time. We love you so much. I love anytime I get to chat with you guys. Anytime. I love it. Well, be safe, Norm. And we're going to be helping that Kickstarter campaign. Keep it real. Right on. Kentucky sunshine blonde She didn't have to search For a young man's love And he stole her heart away Struggling to make their dreams come true She worked so he could wear the blue one day And serve his fellow man An American dream only they could understand True story the news and how each day they twist the truth away about the country that he
you've been listening to Getting Real with John and Beth on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Executive produced by Christian Swain and Peter Firioli. Edited by Michael DeVestia. Produced by Lindley Ehrlich. Hosted by Beth Delarchek and John Brennan. Be sure to follow us on social media on Instagram and TikTok. You can follow Beth at Best Real World and follow John at johnbrennan.com. Also, follow the podcast on Instagram at Getting Real with John and Beth. Until next time, keep it real. Beth! It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.